Hello, this is the Unexpected Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Brooks. I'm a speech language pathologist who found herself unexpectedly expecting. Tune in as I update you week by week along my pregnancy journey. Episodes will also feature chats with new and expecting moms. So let's get into it. This is 24 Weeks. Six months, 24 weeks. In this episode, I chat with my friend Lindsay from Buffalo, who is also pregnant. I've had a very stressful week, but before we talk too much about me, let's hear about 24 weeks in pregnancy according to what to expect when you're expecting. Week 24, at a weight of one and a third pounds and a length of about 11 and a half inches, your baby is now the size of a pomegranate. Baby's weekly weight gain is now about six ounces, not quite as much as you're putting on, but getting a bit closer. Much of that weight is coming from accumulating baby fat as well as from growing organs, bones, and muscles. By now, your baby's tiny face is almost fully formed and achingly adorable, complete with a full set of eyelashes and eyebrows and a good sprinkling of hair on that head. Is your baby a brunette, a blonde, or a redhead? Actually, right now, he or she's snow white, since there's no pigment in the hair just yet. Some symptoms you might feel would be some definite uh, fetal activity, continued vaginal discharge, achiness in the lower abdomen and sides, constipation, heartburn, occasional headaches, occasional lightheadedness, nasal congestion, sensitive gums, and hearty appetite. So how am I feeling? I'm feeling fine. I um, I don't know. I feel really stressed. That's how I feel. I feel super stressed because COVID is getting wilder and wilder. I feel like there's different variants. People are saying now you should wear two masks. And there are lunatics out there wearing zero masks. And I just don't understand put some cloth over your face. I don't understand what the drama is and why you think it's such a big deal and how it's an infringement on your freedoms as an American and blah, blah, blah. This is why other countries don't like Americans. I don't know. I'm cranky. I don't want to say anything too wild here, but I'm stressed out. Um, This week has been a lot of close calls with COVID and it's consuming my every thought. I'm upset because I'm 24 weeks and um, this is supposed to be a week where it's so exciting because you hit viability which means that if the baby were to be god forbid born right now there would be um an increased likelihood of their survival because uh, many of their organs have developed so it's like a milestone week um but i am just not able to enjoy it because (laughs) i feel stressed every day that i could get covid and then i'd have a fever and then my baby could be harmed so it's really anxiety inducing um as many of you know my husband is a stand-up comedian um he also has a moving business so he works you know in and out of people's homes he's very careful takes every precaution but he did do a moving job this week um with people who just refused to wear masks and it really frustrated me and it made me super anxious And it didn't help that I know these people (laughs) and I'm annoyed with them. 
And I just feel like, you know, I'm super vulnerable right now. And if you expose my husband to COVID, then I get exposed to COVID. And I just think that's not fair. So I'm super unhappy about that. (laughs) Another crazy thing is I also have crazy dreams every night. (laughs) I often dream about being in a relationship with an old boyfriend who I don't want to be with. Or I dream about Mike cheating on me. So nightmares all around during the day, at night. I wish it w- I was dreaming about Freddy Krueger killing me. That would be better than what's happening this week. Um, anyway, the baby is moving a lot and I love it. So um, super excited about that. I feel him moving all the time. I love feeling him and knowing that he's in there and he's okay. Um A weird thing is I don't feel as hungry as I used to be. I stopped, like, keeping track of how much water I'm drinking, but I'm still drinking a good amount. I just try to have three of my um, Yetis, which is, like, 33 ounces each, I think. Um, I take my vitamins every day. I've been reading a lot of books and um, taking a lot of pictures. I'm so happy to be having this baby, but another part of me feels sad and alone I feel distant from my friends and I frequently feel annoyed with my family (laughs) and things are very good with me and Mike um but it's just I don't know it hasn't been the best week I'm stressing I hope things are better for all of you listeners um and In this episode, we chat with my friend Lindsay from Buffalo, and she tells us all about her pregnancy journey, so I hope you enjoy. Hey, if you're enjoying the show so far, please like and review it on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast. Today, I am joined by my semi-newish friend, Lindsay. We met this summer when she was just in the beginning stages of her pregnancy, and it was the weekend before I got pregnant, <laughs> pretty much. How you doing, <laughs> Lindsay? Doing well. Yeah, it was a memorable weekend for both of us, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, she, I don't know. Do you want to see where... Do you want to say where you live? I don't know if it's a big enough Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm in sunny, warm Buffalo, New York. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you must have gotten a lot of snow today. We actually didn't. We got a couple inches, but east of us uh, got like four feet of snow. So we we got spared for once. We were, we went to visit um, you guys in Buffalo this summer. It was great. I loved it. I had no idea that Buffalo was so cool. Um... And then we went to Niagara Falls. I wish I spent more time there, um, but then we had to come home. I had work. Well, next time, and next time it won't be a global pandemic, hopefully, and more exactly. things will be open. <laughs> yes, for sure. And we'll both have babies. That's right. <laughs> so um, how far along are you now? I am 33 and a half weeks. So wow. I'm getting close. Yeah. You are getting yeah. close. And were you trying to conceive? We talked about it. Um, so I'm 36. So we were kind of like, ah, we should pro- if we're going to do this, we should probably get serious about it. So I went off my birth control, but I was planning on, we were planning on waiting to like really try until after I had my next like regular gynecology appointment, mm-hmm. having been told that I would be a geriatric pregnancy. And so before we try, try, we should, you know, talk to 
my right. uh, isn't it rotten that they do that they should just at least pick yeah. a different word yeah <laughs> i i, I knew that that's what it was called want, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i knew that's what they called it i think lee my husband lee was more offended by it than i was but um so i was off birth control but i wouldn't say we were trying hard at that right. point so yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and so how did you discover that you were pregnant? Well, I, so having gone off birth control and having been on it for so long, I knew that my periods would be a little bit irregular. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was late and I kind of said to Lee, like, ah, you know, I'm, I think I'm like a week or two late. And he was like, I don't know, you know, it, it could just be, you know, hormones or whatever. Right. And then it was like a few, you know, a couple weeks later and I was like, ah, this seems like a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like so, 12 weeks later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And four months. <laughs> no. <laughs> so so I, how long was it before getting off birth control and then noticing that you were late? It, um, I went off, I want to say in February mm -hmm. and we conceived in May and I found out in June, like okay. mid June. Mm -hmm. So mid to late June. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So not too long. Yeah. So, um, how did you tell your husband? Um, so on I, your own or with him? No, he, I told, I, I mean, we kind of talked about the fact that I kind of thought and he kind of didn't think. And so mm -hmm. I was like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to buy a pregnancy test. Um, and you know, they tell you to take it first thing in the morning. So mm -hmm. I get up way before he does, woke up, took the test positive, took the second test. And so I just, I just <laughs> went and woke him up and was like, dude, I, I told you, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel any symptoms at that point, right? but you know, it just, the, the math wasn't adding up. For yeah. Me. The delay. So did yeah. you have like, um, did you have a line test or did you have a word test? So this, this, um, kit came with two tests and one was the line and then one was a digital where okay. it, I think it said like, yes or no. That's good. Yeah. Cause I yeah. was like, what does that mean? Yeah. When I yeah. I was like, what are the lines? I'm like looking at the instructions. Was yours super obvious? It was so obvious. I peed yeah. on it and both lines just shot Immediate. out. It did not give me three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was very forward of a pregnancy test. Nice. Sometimes people post and they're like, do you see a line? I think I see a line. Mine was like lines. Faux show. You are pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then did you eventually get symptoms? When, I, when we met and we hung out for an entire day, you seemed fine. So. Yeah. I, my first trimester, I'd say my worst symptoms were extreme fatigue, which was great to be home, you know, able to work from home because of COVID, yeah. um, and just like lay down <laughs> as yeah. needed. So really, really tired. And then also first trimester, I, um, had really strong food aversion. So I drank a ton of coffee and for uh -huh. Lee to make coffee, it like threw me into the bathroom puking. Oh. So certain smells, um, I, you know, other than that first trimester, I think that those were my biggest two. I'd say all through my. So coffee I, made you the most sick? You hated coffee. It. Yeah. Coffee and like tuna, you know, hard boiled eggs kind of stuff. Every coffee I love. So that was a surprise, but stuff that I usually don't like also. Okay. Like just magnified really significantly. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then just, I've had like leg cramps. Um, now that I'm in my third trimester, I'm a little winded, just kind of going up the stairs or unloading I've the dishwasher. I've been winded from the start. I make the bed, I need to take a nap. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like out of breath, just doing anything. I, sometimes I listen to this podcast and I'm t- <laughs> like talking <Yes>. like, <laughs> I've, I've recorded myself a couple times too, or like recorded the dog or something doing something. And I'll listen back and be like, Oh my gosh, why am I breathing so heavy? Yes. <laughs> it's really yeah. Yeah. That's I like, I breathing has been hard. That's been like one of my only symptoms. Oh breath. really? Oh, oh yeah. that's good. That that's it's limited. I guess. I mean, that's also kind of a scary symptom. Well, not it's not that able... bad. It just oh, makes me feel like I did more working out than I have. But there then... were a couple, oh, sorry. There are a couple weeks where I felt, and I think it was just the way that things were shifting inside of me. Yeah. That um, I felt like I couldn't take a deep breath. And I actually went and got COVID tested because I, I was, I, could, I felt like I couldn't breathe, but it only yeah. lasted a couple weeks, which is kind of weird. Yeah. That's weird. Cause it's like, you walk into anywhere, they're like, have you had shortness of breath? Are you contested? Yeah. I'm like, yes, but yeah. it's because oh. I'm growing a human. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like all these COVID symptoms. I could definitely taste and smell though. Yeah. Those are heightened for sure. <laughs> yeah. It looks like your hair got so much longer from the summer. It did. Yeah. Those vitamins are. Yeah. They're good. I'm going to keep taking them. Yeah, same. And I, I have dealt with, you know, adult acne for a long time. So either the vitamins or just my hormones shifting have helped yeah. that a lot too, which is really nice. Oh, so you should just stay pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just keep it going. I'll just let, yeah, I'll let Lena. Yeah. So uh, what that. are you looking the most forward to? This sounds really cheesy, I think, but I really am looking forward to seeing Lee be a dad. He, for a long time when we were together, he was like, don't want kids, not, you know, mm-hmm. not comfortable around little babies. Um, so it, it excites me to see him in that role. Um, yeah, that's I, a common answer. That is everyone, it? Yeah. Everyone's very excited to see um, their significant other hold their baby. That's oh, that's, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Oh, cool. I didn't realize that that was a common thing. I'm really worried about a lot of stuff right now because of COVID. Oh, okay. Um, That's the next question. One more thing. More, tell me more about what you're looking forward to. <laughs> well, I guess in, in that same sense, looking forward to at some point, like my family being able to see the baby, mm-hmm. being able to see them myself. Um, and I think just, I used to teach. So I look really look forward to just kind of, I don't know, learning with, the, the kid. I, we don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. Um, oh, wow. You guys so are- learning along with them and just kind of tracking their developmental stages and like, that's all really interesting to me. And I'm excited to, you know, Do see you that. Do you have any feeling if it's a boy or a girl? You're my no. first team green person. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. And I don't, I don't know how to, people have asked me that and it, I don't, it, this being my first, I don't know how to feel if it's a boy, you know, I just feel like there's something a creature moving inside of me right there, now. There, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Last night, Lindsay sent me a video of her stomach, like doing tricks. Yeah. Like, the baby was just really saying hi. And, yeah. uh, I can't wait for that to happen to me. I don't it's know wild. if it ever will though. Uh, I'm sure it will. I was told at my last appointment that I have a very 
thick. She said I have a, just a really thick like lining around okay. my placenta, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had asked, I, I have girlfriends who would be like, oh, you know, just like feel their own stomach and say like, oh, the butt's here right now. And oh, that was her elbow. Right, and so I yeah. asked the doctor, like, how do you, how, when am I going to start feeling that? And she was like, oh, you're probably not. You're so thick that you'll feel movements, but not like, okay, you know, and other women, she said, could literally see like a handprint. I saw <laughs> that on Instagram. I was like, is this fake? Some kid looked like he was going to karate chop his way out. Like, yeah. It was so yeah. Far. Even the person was like, whoo. Yeah. They got scared. Like he was coming out through the belly button. So, uh, what are you worried about? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think I'm most worried right now about, I, I'm halfway through an online module that's our birthing class. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm nervous about just like the whole COVID situation with giving birth in that they're releasing people early. Um, you know, if Lee can't come into the room because he gets screened and, you know, I've heard stories about, um, like if they have, if your partner has the sniffles, mm-hmm. they won't, they won't let them in. And then I would oh. need a backup or I'd have to do it alone or, you know, just like all of those kinds of worries. Um, and oh, I, think I really just, hope that doesn't happen, but I think that it won't. I think I'm sure it won't. We will find some sort of tool to suck whatever boogers out of his nose necessary so that he does not have any. I hope so. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so like that. And I think, you know, just kind of going into it, I, I've been around a lot of babies. I haven't been, I haven't breastfed and I haven't actually given birth. So I think those two things are the things that I have the most unknowns around. And I Mm -hmm. try to balance like reading too much about stuff so that I don't start worrying about more stuff that I can't, you know, that we can't control that. But I'd say those are my two biggest worries is just like how painful it's going to be actually giving birth and how I'll recover because you hear horror stories. Right. Um, And then just not really worry, but just, um, I guess, worry or anxiety around breastfeeding and just like, how that works. I still don't really understand how it works. Well, my sister is a lactation consultant, so I'll give you her information and she does like uh, virtual stuff. Oh, really? And she's great. So don't worry that's about awesome. that part because that part I can help with. That's awesome because I don't know any lactation yeah. consultants, of course. Yeah, she's fabulous. But the rest, I mean, I'm the most worried about recovery. I just want to do whatever I can to just like bounce back. Yeah. Want to be normal after, which, um, so a part of me is like, I want to try my best to do this unmedicated, just like go through 20 hours of hell just so that like maybe after I can rebound really easily. Faster. Yeah. But then my friend who I had on my, the last interview I did, she got an epidural and she was like, just had the same mentality as me. And she's like, best decision I ever made. I carried my baby into the house. We took our hospital tour last week and it was virtual and their COVID procedure is to go in, you know, they really don't want to take you unless you're definitely like it's happening, which I think is standard anyways, but like even more so right now. Um, So their policy is to screen us. I go into an exam room, they examine me. If they're like, yep, this is happening. We're admitting you. Then I have to go outside to a tent to get tested outside while Mm -hmm. actively in labor 
get my COVID test, wait the 15, 20 minutes for the response. Lee That's doesn't here. have to get tested, only me. Oh. And then I get sent to like my, my next room and then I get sent to the next room. So it's just like this series of movement and like checking. Yeah, so that's going to be hard. That's, that's wild to me that that's the process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. But then I think after that, whatever choice you make, you're going to, once you get into the room you stay in, yeah. it'll be better. So do you know, you know what hospital you're delivering at? Yeah, I'm in Staten Island, the same one I was born in. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got a cousin that's like the head labor and delivery nurse. Oh, get and, out. Oh, yeah. man. And my sister works currently as a pediatric nurse, but then by then she'll be um, a trauma nurse manager. So she'll wear like regular clothes to work soon. Okay. But um, so no matter what, like Mike hasn't been allowed to come to any appointments, but yeah. I've had the two of them, my cousin and my sister there. So it's like, oh, nice. And you have the lactation consultant. You're, you've got the hookups. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got all these people. <laughs> I have all these women in my family. That's why I was so surprised to have a boy. I didn't think that we made boys. But That's funny. We have all boys on both sides of my family, my mom's side and my dad's side, all, all of my cousins and my sister-in-law have all had boys. So mm -hmm. We'll see. I'm you got to look at Lee's side, though. Like, he's the decider. That's true. Lee has one niece. Mm -hmm. so, And then his cousins have boys and girls, so all over the map. But There's a lot of Racine boys, I think. From, oh, really? From what, from what I've met, there's a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> um, so what has been unexpected about your pregnancy that you feel like no one talked about or told you about? Um... I think that, well, one thing that I learned a lot about is acid reflux and just how many <laughs> different weird symptoms there are related to acid reflux. Like I feel things and then Google it, of course, with the word pregnancy and it's, it's a common symptom of acid reflux. So I, this is so gross. I throw up in my mouth all the time uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> throughout my whole pregnancy, just a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. And, you know, that's acid reflux. Like, oh God. And that so burns too. Did it ever go up your nose? No, it's not that oh. much. Oh, okay, good. Thank God. Yeah, no, that would be awful. Um, I feel like unfortunately, so I, I do have a lot of friends who have given birth and you know, I've heard a lot of stories from them. Um, I'm I feel that my OB is not super proactive about telling me stuff. Mm-hmm which I don't know if that really answers the question about what's unexpected, but I, I keep feeling like as I go to the doctor, some, they say something and I'm like, I, shouldn't someone have told me that? Right. <laughs> how, how does that work? Yes. I, I would have thought visit one when they confirmed my pregnancy that I would have some sort of like a timeline or just like when procedures happen. Mm -hmm. I think it was maybe the third visit when they, they, yeah, I have to, you know, give a urine sample every time mm -hmm. that I said, like, do you guys do this every time? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know that. And I'm peeing before I come because I have to pee. So, you know, just like even little stuff like that, that's like what to expect okay. our office. Um, I have to see every doctor because whoever just happens to be on call that night will, will be who delivers. Oh, okay. So that's another thing too, is every visit, 
I meet someone different. So mm-hmm. they, I feel like they take 30 seconds with me. They check the heartbeat. They say, you look good kid. And then they try and like sneak out of the room and I'm constantly yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. I have, you know, 15 questions. Yeah. <laughs> Here, can we just go over a few of them really fast? Don't be afraid to switch next time or anyone listening. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I think that's probably, and two, the, the appointment, the first appointment, I'm sorry, the last appointment right before the first appointment when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. which was just, so I had my regular OB appointment, didn't know I was pregnant, but I was pregnant at the time just for like uh-huh. my annual checkup. And at that appointment, my, the, um, the gynecologist I'd been seeing had switched practices. So they just like randomly assigned me to someone new. It's so frustrating to me when my, so I have two sister-in-laws who've given birth in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple close friends just very recently and like in the last year and they'll say things like, how does, you know, what did she say about this? How is the baby measuring the last, the last sonogram I had, they're like, Oh, you know, what's, how are, how are you measuring? And I was like, I don't know. They don't tell me that. I wouldn't even know to ask uh-huh. and not proactively telling me that. So right. it, that's super frustrating. Yeah. My baby always measures like two days, um, late later. <laughs> like he's a little big. Two days. Really? Yeah. Like two or three days ahead. Do you think they're just going to change your due date? No, they keep saying we're sticking with April 30th, but, um, he's just like, I don't know, in a higher percent, whatever percentile for like being larger. They said that it doesn't matter as long as it's, uh, not five days or more. Oh, okay. Um, so what crazy thing did you Google this week regarding pregnancy? (laughs) Um, okay. I don't think I've Googled anything that crazy, but maybe everybody says that. I feel like I just have gone back to the same Googles like leg cramps. Leg cramps. I haven't gotten any resolution. I keep, I mean, I keep Googling like COVID stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I Googled just today uh, the COVID vaccine for, you know, breastfeeding. I'm, (laughs) I'm so, so, so low on the list to get a vaccine. Like if I get one in 2021, I would be surprised. Um, But I was Googling that today. Nothing too crazy. I really have tried not to be too alarmist with, oh, my Google's, my Google home talking at me. (laughs) Yeah. I Googled itchy shins in pregnancy because my shins are itchy. Interesting. I have also experienced that. Really? Yes. And I, instead of Googling, so what what my go-to is, is going back to the same list of like warning signs that you should call your OB immediately. So I, I try not to Google the specific symptom, but just see if it's on that list that I keep coming back to. Yeah. I got itchy shins. Just like the shin. Just my shins. Me too. That's so weird. I'm like, is it dry? Did I shave there? And there's a cut and like, that's itchy, but why would it be both shins? Yeah. Did you find anything about it? No, nothing. Interesting. Just like one thing with like excessive itchiness could be like poor liver function, but I don't have that. I'm just like, this is different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like one little spot. Like it could be like, cause also I guess like eczema and dermatitis is common too. Mine has flared up during pregnancy. I've had a lot of weird things flare up. I had a dermatology appointment with some dots that turned into like, dime sized things. And he was just like, no, those are, 
that's a liver spot like old people get. And I was like, oh, sweet. Well, right. I grew Thanks. five times. <laughs> I never even noticed it before. And now it's huge. Thanks, right. hormones. Yeah. Yeah, I keep getting cold sores, but not now. I, now I'm taking vitamin D, vitamin C. So okay. I haven't gotten any, but I did get like a couple on my mouth and it was driving me nuts. Yeah, I bet those are, yeah. Yeah, babies do crazy things to you. Yes. So have you read any books or listened to any podcasts? What are like online courses? I think you just mentioned one, but like, what are your resources? Yeah, I... Learning? I, um, so the, the hospital that I'm delivering at has a bunch of free classes. So we took like, you know, the car seat class, the CPR class, the birthing class. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on the baby center app. I don't know if you, Oh, baby center. No. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty good. I mostly read the forums on it, which I find to be, um, both frustrating and entertaining, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't know that, I don't know that I've necessarily learned a lot from it. Yeah. Um, the only book that I've read and I had Lee read and we both really liked it is Bringing Up Baby, Bringing Up Baby. Oh. It's, um, it's about a, an American woman who moves to France and has her first baby in France. Okay. So it's kind of just comparing the American approach to parenting to the French approach to parenting. Right. Um, I see a child whose mother is French and she always says like how, like she always brings up how like in France, it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. In America, it's like, what's wrong? And in France, it's like, it's fine. Like, yes. She always, every session she says this to me. And, and I think generally, um, it's a lot more. I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. And, and I'm glad that Lee read it because we're, kind, we're both on board with a lot of the, not theories, but the French kind of have a way that they've done it for a long time, whereas mm-hmm. Americans will have different trends, you know, different like right. theories on things. And the French are just kind of like, no, you listen to your baby. <laughs> the right. baby eats when you eat. You don't, you know, it's just, it's more integrated with your life and making the baby become part of the family as opposed to the whole, your whole world kind of revolving around the baby, which um, is certainly not how Americans (laughs) typically approach, you know, parenting. I will read that. It sounds a little bit like attachment parenting, even though people think attachment is like centered around the baby, but it's more so like, it's just like you read their cues. So it's not like overscheduling or... anything like that it's just like oh they're making a noise so react to it right yes and and I and for the French it's it at least from the way that you know this book was written it's just that's to them that's the natural way to do things Mm -hmm. is to just listen to your baby to pause before you react you know at least when they're very little um and it's all kind of based on not all of it but a lot of it is based on science so you know, what a baby sleep cycle is versus what an adult sleep cycle is are very different. And so the French, you know, learned a long time ago that if you react to the baby every time they cry, you're probably actually waking them up or, you know, every time they like make a noise when they're sleeping. Right. Yeah. Um, So just like, let them be, listen, you know, listen, watch. Maybe we like it happen in their brain. They're thinking about. 
Yeah, exactly. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched that babies documentary on Netflix. It was a docu-series about yep. like just scientists and I loved it because I love research studies. Yeah. Um, and they said like babies are just learning all the time and that's why they have to go to sleep because like when you go to sleep, you process everything that you learn. So that's why it's just like, I took in a lot of sensory information. Now I got to go take a nap so I can just put that on a different Digest level it. of memory. Yeah. 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 So sleeping. Yeah. I'm going to sleep when the baby sleeps. I don't care what the house looks like. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where I'm at too. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Wear a nightgown. I'm going to stay in the bed. The baby's going to be next to me. I'm going to get one of those. I'm either going to get the snoo or I'm going to get that like sleeper that attaches to my bed, or I might just get both. I might be like, listen, sleep is what we need to invest in. So <laughs> have you seen, have you seen or heard of the fin box, the fin bin? No, now I'm with that on my thin bin, like, well, like thin mint. What's thin F as in Finland? Oh, F I N N. Okay, yes. thin fin. Got it. In Finland, when you give birth to a baby, they give you a, oh, yeah, they give you all that. You know, like a cardboard box with a little mm -hmm. mattress in it full yeah. of stuff. Um, so we are using, we, we put on our registry and, and my sister in law purchased for us a thin bin, which is literally just a, a heavy duty cardboard box mm -hmm. with a teeny tiny mattress in it. That's going to be our bassinet to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, and it's supposed to be like great for reducing SIDS and just, you know, right. all Where the safety are you putting stuff. It? TBD. Um, okay. Because of our dog, I think, right. you know, we'll likely um, get a gate to keep the dog out of our bedroom, but it's too big to be in our bed with us. So I think okay it'll be next to the bed or I'll have Lee build a little platform to put it on just so mm -hmm. I don't have to bend all the way over to like right. get the out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're doing a cardboard box. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I also like, cause I've seen those like flat bassinets, but I hadn't, I didn't know where they go. So I was like, yeah. I got to get one with legs. What? I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Some people we'll I see. think have king size beds and they can just like put that down. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's a good idea. I like that. So that brings me to my next question. What are some of your birth and parenting plans that you have in your, we'll start with birth. Do you have any birth plans? Um, I mean, not really. I, I think that I'm trying to go in with the approach of what happens happens. So I have a print off. That's one of the, that's like a kind of a checklist of things that you want. Um, like, do you want the baby to be cleaned off before you hold them or not, you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and do you, uh, I honestly, I can't even remember what I put. <laughs> I think, um, I don't know if I, if it's a C-section, I, I don't even know if that applies anymore or if they just automatically clean them off. No, they can, um, they will bring you that baby. Yeah. I'll be like, even if you have a C-section? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I just, but in my birth plan, I don't want a C-section, but I will take one because I am not, I am a listener. I am yeah. a cooperative <laughs> participant. But, so if I get one though, because I listened on another podcast and somebody said that like they had a hard time enjoying that experience because they did just like throw the baby on her. Okay. And she was a little loopy and her, yeah. one of her arms was um, tied down to the table because- Oh, sure. Um, and she had one arm free and because she was loopy, she didn't realize that like, there are so many people around her. So they are making sure the baby's fine. But yeah. she was like, I can't hold him. He's going to fall. Oh. So it was like, 
in her head, like not enjoyable because yeah. he was scared. So I was like, Mike, you need to tell me like you have him so yeah. that like, yeah. I know that I can enjoy that moment and he won't fall. So I put that yeah. in my birth plan. That's in the contingency. Interesting. Plan. Okay. Yeah. So I got like, I'll do whatever they say, but I got like plans around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I talked to Lee about cutting the umbilical cord, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm okay with, you know, I, I want an epidural if I can take one. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to do delayed clamping or are you going to just cut it? I have no idea what that is. So it's like, so delayed <laughs> is when delayed is it's, that's fine. I mean, I know all this stuff cause I've been talking to people for how many months is this? I'm, yeah. what am I? What's 21 weeks? Five months? <laughs> so delayed clamping is like, so what they're saying is that like when the baby comes out, like they're still kind of like getting nutrients because the umbilical cord is still feeding that to them. And yeah. then like, so what is good according to some theories is like getting that skin to skin contact at like immediately post birth and yeah. then clamping the cord, like delaying the cord clamping and allowing the baby to still get the nutrients um, okay. for just a little bit longer. But yeah, so I'm going to do that. Um, I'm not going to like bank my cord block. I just don't want anyone taking my baby away from me. That's it. And I just want to, yeah. and I don't, yeah, I don't want them like to just keep, try to keep them in that like bin. I just want Mike to hold the baby. Yeah, I yeah. want him to take his shirt off. <laughs> Do the skin to skin. Hold my baby. <laughs> this um, is actually, yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this. This is making me rethink that I should go back through it uh-huh. and like flag the things that I definitely want yeah. for Lee to know. Because a lot of it yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, if I can get the epidural, you know, great. Yeah, if I can do this, okay. But I I didn't feel too strongly either way. But I I mean, there are definitely things that I do like that, like, you know, not having the baby leave the room. Yeah. uh, Or like having that skin-to-skin contact right away. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this podcast. I really appreciate all of your time and your input here. You gave me a lot to think about. I have not studied like you. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like you know way more than I do and I'm so much closer to me. <laughs> I didn't take any classes. I don't like Well Yeah. I'm like I'm we're I'm I'm like one chapter into the actual labor and delivery class. So I do want to get that done sooner rather than later just because I could go anytime, you know. Right, you're in that time. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I hear people say 38 weeks a lot and 39 weeks a lot. So you have at least, I mean, that's ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's when it's, that's when you know that like there shouldn't be any, um, actual concern with like lung development and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure there'd be intervention at this point. Does anyone tell you like new moms always go late? I have heard that. Yeah. Everyone's saying that to me. Every single person I've talked to has had an early baby. Not early, really? early, but like yeah. early. Like it's Days a week before. or two. Yeah. A week every, or two? Yeah, every single person. Nobody, because I'm due April 30th. Everyone's like, you're going to have that baby in May. Everybody, all first moms have late babies. Every time I meet someone, because I moved to a new building, everyone's yeah, asking yeah. me about pregnancy. Yeah. Everybody has had their baby at least two weeks early. So I don't know what they're talking 
I think people just make stuff up and they tell pregnant people. Yeah, or they know one person that that happened yeah. to. And <laughs> yeah. so then, therefore, every pregnant woman must have, must yeah. be late. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I'm one of five kids, and I think all of us came late. So Oh, okay. So then maybe. That's in the back of my head. At least that's what my mom remembers. I asked her how much I weighed when I was born, and she kind of gave me a blank stare for a minute and was like, I don't know. I think you were maybe like seven, two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's five. Yeah, that's a lot to remember. It's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you're alive. Yeah. You ate enough. We did it. Yeah, we, we got through. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dad. This was super fun. Absolutely. Um, I appreciate it, and I'll let you know when it's on the air. Can't wait. Talk to you. The Unexpected Podcast is recorded and produced by Deborah Brooks and is sponsored by the Sit Down with Microsene Podcast, SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast, and the Dad Show with Microsene Podcast. For more unexpected content, head over to www.patreon.com slash Deborah Brooks CCC SLP. If you love the show, I'd appreciate a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>